Man, I can't believe that happened. Yeah, that, man, that was crazy. Oh, okay, okay. Here, here's the next customer. Yeah. Hey, man, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good, man. Where you come from? I'm just down the street. Good, man. Can I grab your ID from you? Uh, yeah, sure. Perfect, thank you. you anything to drink tonight? Uh, no, not right now. Nothing? No. Nope. No pre-drinking? No. Nope. Nothing to eat? No. Nope. You weren't eating anything? I mean, I, had a, I grabbed a bite earlier. What'd you have? I had a burger. How long ago was that? An hour ago. An hour ago. Nothing to drink? No. Alright, man. Have a good night. Go on in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. How old are you? Uh, 18, 19. Ah, interesting. Get out of here. <laughs> what is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Bouncerpedia Podcast. Today, we have Mandeep with us again, as always. How's it going, everybody? Good to have you here co-hosting with me, as always. Always a pleasure. So, we're just going to do a quick little recap. Um, so, we've had... Uh, pork chop and M on last two. Uh, we're gonna try and get one more on to go over a bunch of the door stuff with us, but it's been a good little good good little series so far. Yeah, um, it's definitely good to catch up with pork chop and M. Haven't seen them in a long time, so it's good to see them again. Yeah, you know, it's uh, after not seeing somebody for almost two years, it's it's interesting to see how much people have changed as mm -hmm, well for sure i know like you and i have changed a lot from like going to the gym but like even both of them have changed and they've done a lot with their lives as well yep. yeah so you know like uh, there's a lot of stuff that um has been interesting like you know so like you and i have been working probably together 30 plus years in nightclubs now easily uh, right close to 40 yeah because so, i'm 18 yeah. maybe 19 when you started yeah well i was i was 18 when i started same. I was 18 when I started as well. So, yeah, a long time now. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, we always talk about, like, the things that we we did to stay, mm -hmm. right? I think one thing that we normally don't talk about is the things that made us almost want to leave. Management. It's always came down to management, how you were treated. Okay. Like, there's, there's always the level of, yes, we're kind of used to this and... This is how it's always been. I'm used to that. And then, like, you start getting thrown under the bus for stuff. Okay. Because I remember there were times when Dave Whistle would throw me under the bus. Yeah. And yeah, he yeah, was yeah. a big reason of, like, I almost, I almost fucking slapped him a few times. Yeah. But same sort of thing of if he kept up with that stuff, I probably would have walked out and not dealt with it. You know, I think... Some of the times that I really wanted to quit was definitely because of management. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of times that they would, I don't, I don't know if they didn't obviously didn't have our best interest at heart when they made decisions. No, uh, especially during like altercations mm -hmm. when things like that were happening. They really were. I think they were trying to play like they were the boss of the entire place, like the owner, yeah. um, and that they were the the guys with like you know the. Bigger dick. I was gonna say they're fucking the bigger dick. Yeah. Right. Whereas they would, you know, so like when someone's like fighting with you, um, and they come at you, but they do the backup, mm -hmm. right? They yell at something at you, like come, come at me, yeah. but, but they're still walking backwards. Yeah. That's kind of what the managers would do. They would be yelling at the people, knowing that we're standing between them. Hundred percent. Right? I've literally had them throw a punch. Well, actually, it's the owner throw a punch from over someone's shoulder. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Gary threw a punch over Spencer's shoulder and hit a guy. Yeah. It's like, because he knows 
we're there to stop them. We're going to stop them. Yeah. And, and that's when, like, things get really dangerous. I know for me, um, there's been someone that, like, a lot of managers that I know, they would always do that as well. Like, they would be like, I need you to kick this guy out. Like, yeah. for what reason? And then they couldn't give you an answer. Yeah, like, just I just because. It's like, how, how am I supposed to go up and be like, I've, I've 100% done it, which is, unfortunately, my managers asked me to tell you to leave. And I have nothing. I got, I got no reason, but I have to ask you to leave now. Yeah. And, and that, I think that happened too often. I know, like, I've had owners also, like, yellow like racial slurs yeah you mentioned that before when gary got knocked out yeah he got knocked out and it's like okay well like this is all on you like Mm -hmm. why should i put my health and well-being on the line for that you do yeah right i know there's a a point in time where uh it was there's being debated that owners of a nightclub could walk around with like security dogs really yeah there's a time where that was the debate that when was this I, oh, it was still when the revolution was around. Yeah. Rev. Um, but yeah, like you, you could the owners could walk around with a guard dog to be protected. And I was, I always thought that was interesting because that that almost came about to be true. Can you imagine like having like Gary walking around with a fucking dog? Yeah. No. That would have been horrible. Hundred percent. He would have let it go on anybody. Yeah. He would have let it go in the middle of a fight. Would start biting us. Yeah. Ripping our shit off. Yeah. So like that—that that was gonna be a big thing. Um, I I probably would have left if Gary had that. Yeah, that's it's too much power for him. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, especially since like, but you know there. There was times when they maybe were helpful to kind of like help de-escalate stuff. They, but then there were. But like, there's always times when I think they they were more, more of a problem than help. Oh, it's probably like an 80-20 split. Yeah. They're more of a problem for sure. Um, I know like when I was a manager of everything, I would never put anyone in harm's way because no. I knew what the consequences I'll, are. I'm the one who's going to step into that punch. Yeah. I'm right. not just going to sit back there and watch. Great. A lot of times I will step back and watch security do a normal injection. Yeah. A normal injection, whatever, if I... I'm going to let them, let them deal with it. Yeah. That's their job. I'm going to be there for when they need the help and they need me to step in and I will step in every single time. Yeah. So the second someone really starts getting in their face, I'm the one who's going to step in. For sure. Before that punch is thrown, I'm going to step in. Yeah. You know what? Like forever when I was a security manager, even the owner of my own company, I never, I never looked different than anyone that I worked with. Yeah. I wore the exact same uniform. Sure. We all looked the exact same, and I was no better than anybody. Anything yeah. that I would ask somebody else to do, I you would do it myself. Yeah, right. Like even if I was like, "Listen, I need you to pick up garbage," yeah. I would pick up garbage with you. Yep. Right. Any any cleanup, you're always there for sure. And and I think that mentality of nobody's better than you mm-hmm. is what made working with so many more people easier because they all wanted to do it because they knew mm-hmm. I'm doing the exact same thing for with sure. you, and I'm not. Like you're not sitting out in the middle of a field, and I'm sitting in like an AC yeah. office waiting for you. You're to, not. You're not sitting in a nice AC truck waiting to re- report back. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think that's the big thing. Like all these bar managers, I would come out, yell, like, take this person out, that person out. 
they really didn't have to deal with anything at the end of the day. It's either the owner had to deal with stuff, but usually you wouldn't see those mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So whoever's managing the bar, they would retreat to their offices when it gets too busy, yeah. or they would end up calling nine one one for something that they started. <laughs> yeah. And that happened a lot. It sure did. Now I can't say as a manager, like at the end of the night during cleanup, I'll admit I sat there. But I've done my fair share of cleanup. And if we're short staff, yeah, I would do a wipe down and clean up, grab some garbages. So I, I wasn't afraid to not do it. I was not that I wasn't willing. But when you got twenty five staff, it went pretty quick without me jumping in. Yeah. And you know what? It's not well, once you earn the respect of everybody, they are okay with you not doing mm-hmm. it. It's true. Right? They're just like, no, like, if something ever was to happen to me, he would have my back. Yeah. And, like, I would be okay. And I hope all the staff realize that, is that I 100% would have everybody's back. Yeah. I know, like, anyone that worked for me, like, I always was like that. Like, anytime, like, a lawsuit or something would come around, I wouldn't even, like, bother them with it. Yeah. Because I don't want them to stress out, and I would take so, care like, of it. So, like, when someone would call and complain after... You wouldn't give them their full name and be like, yeah, it was this person that you got in a fight with. Never. And then the, they would come back the next day and say, I'm looking for this person. And then have Dave Whistle be like, yeah, he's right there. And then that guy almost started a whole fight again. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's that's <laughs> that's that's horrible, first of all. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah, I, w- I would never, 100% never do that because obviously you're like compromising somebody's safety. 100%. Yeah, that's crazy. Hmm. Okay, so with that happening, why did you stay? And that's what our episode's about, is, <sighs> is what what incidents made it you want to leave? It was still worth it to hang out with everybody. Yeah. Okay. As much as I may have hated him, those five minutes a day I would have to deal with him yeah. didn't override the hours... I got to spend hanging out with everyone. I agree. So the good still outweighed the evil for it. Okay. Okay, was there a time that you actually wanted to quit? Yeah. But didn't? Yeah, there were a bunch. Okay, tell me about Um. So it was that time when, when the guy literally came on my face and said, you remember me? And Dave told me... Um, your name and everything, and I have all your information. And, like, he told me, like, my security license number without, like, even looking at it. Like, he had it in his phone written down of he had my first name, last name, security license number. Oh, okay. And, like, at that point, he was like, how'd you get that? And he said, your manager told me. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. And there was another time when um, I wasn't even involved in a fight. But someone got injured pretty bad, getting thrown down a hill, and he tried blaming it on me. Yeah. And uh, I think they were trying to say like they were gonna sue me about it, and like take me to court, and that they had to give them tapes and names. I'm like, give them the fucking tapes. That wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, That was another time, and there's times at Wax, um, like when we heard a manager was stealing from us. They were stealing our tip out. A bunch of us walked out that night. Oh, yes. I heard about this. Yeah. Okay. So, like, there, there is times when it's just not worth it. Okay. I think 
very early on, um, for me, there was a, a huge incident that happened. So inside of the Rev, there was a huge brawl that happened. And it was like the big Asian group yeah. of guys against like these white, these Caucasian males. Um, <clears throat> I didn't really know what happened, but then I found it afterwards that that the one guy was talking to the other guys, the Asian guys. Uh, sister. Oh, is this when the guy got stabbed and they ran out past you? Yes. Yeah. So that happened. The guy fled all the way to Edmonton and they found him there. Yeah. But like that day when I left and like we had to shut down the club and find out what happened. Mm-hmm. My shirt was covered in blood and I had no idea why until after. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, okay, like this is not a safe place to work. Um, the night, the night, there was another time that... Uh, Someone got their arm chopped off? Yeah, that was... That, <laughs> Yes, somebody actually got their arm chopped off. But uh, you won't let me forget now. Because it's something I can't forget. Yeah, it was crazy. And that, that so that was one of the incidents that I was like, okay, like this is not a safe place to work. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like if something uh, – imagine if, if I was in that position where I got hit with the machete. Like nobody would care. No. The bar is not going to pay money to get your arm fixed give you a prosthetic, make sure you're doing okay in life, check up on you a month later. No, it's not no, like they're going to pay millions of dollars. You're going home, they're going to pay you for your night's wages and say thank you, good luck. Yeah. And it's like that with majority of businesses. 100%. Where it's, if you died today, they will have an ad out tomorrow and yeah. have no fucking qualms. Yeah. Being being a security guard or bouncer or anything like that, you're replaceable. Hundred percent. There's always if you leave, that's okay because there's ten other people who will take your job and for less pay. I have I, we had a manager tell us that for years. Yeah. Fuck you. You guys are all replaceable. Yeah. And then a bunch of us left. Some shit happened, and they found out pretty quick that we weren't replaceable. Yeah. Yeah. There were people to come in and do the job. Yeah. But the quality of job that was getting done was not easily replaceable. 100%. When you have, like, a really good team, like, you can feel it. 100%. Right? Even if, like, yeah, like, they might be, sometimes they might act stupid and do dumb, dumb stuff. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, you know when, like, a good group of people. Like, 100%. we had a really good group of people yeah. that, like, no matter what, like, all of us would have each other's backs. And, yeah. and it was just fun to work there. Yeah. No matter what happened, there wasn't a time where I went. Ooh, like that was a big fight. Yeah. I wonder what could have happened. 100%. There was, there was no time in my mind when I went, ooh, like some, that could have went bad. It would, and that went a little haywire, but we were going to deal with anything that happened. Yeah. I know, I know a lot of the times if an altercation did happen, um, like we would always be angry at, at whatever the situation that was mm-hmm. happening. But a lot of times we would like turn to each other and make a joke and still be joking while like a, something serious is happening in front of us. For sure. Right? It was just like the way yeah. to lighten the mood. There can be 30 people yelling at us how they're going to fucking kill us. And I will reach over and grab Steven's ass. Yeah. Or I will fucking dick graze somebody and <laughs> wink at him. Yeah. I remember um, there was an EDM night that we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just thought the Pearl now. And and so many people were overdosing on MDMA, yep. Molly, whatever they want to call it. And 
so like the first person came so I was in the first aid office taking care of the first person while the ambulance was coming then like two more people showed up at the same time and then I was like like what's going on and then another person came that was allergic to something yeah so I was like now I'm like okay now there's four people in front of me I have to like quickly triage them and figure out what's wrong with each person so you know like first aid training all yeah. comes in and you're like what's wrong with you what's wrong with you what's wrong with you and then like as I'm doing that I'm trying to figure out what's wrong I was taking care of the person trying to get the one person EpiPen because that's really mm -hmm. all you can do for them until yeah. the ambulance arrives so I, I, I sent someone to go get an EpiPen and they found someone who had it and then there's the three people that are overdosing but they're kind of like kind of like passing in and out yeah so this new guy was standing there and he was like just scared he didn't know what to do and that was the night for him that mm -hmm. he quit yeah he's like I can't do that this. was too much for him that Whereas I was like, no, like I have to take care of these yep. people. This is my job. Um, so I was take care of the person that needed the EpiPen. Another person, I was like, you check on that person, make sure they don't swallow their tongue. Yep. You do this, and then the new guy that was standing there, I was like, you. He's like, he's like me. I was like, yeah, you check to see if they sold themselves. He's like, what? I was like, check to see if they soiled themselves. <laughs> and he's like, is that a thing? I was like, yes, yeah, do it. <laughs> <laughs> and like all the other guys are dying laughing because. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't need to do that. No, you don't need to see shit. if they poop themselves. Yeah, makes no difference. <laughs> so, but 100%. Right? So, like, things like that always were good. But there was another time where um, at the revolution there was a huge fight in the smoking area. And somebody got out there with, I think it was a glass bottle and, like, cut up somebody's face yeah. really bad to the point where, like, it, like, mutilated his face. Mm -hmm. And like that was really I bad. I vaguely remember something like that. Yeah, I remember being called out there, and as soon as I got out there, this guy blood everywhere, and like his face was like flapped off. Yes, it yep. was probably the grossest thing I've ever seen. But obviously, you don't want to make it seem like it bothers you. Nope, it's just kind of like, all right, cool, all right, grab your face, grab your hand, put pressure on it, and we're gonna walk to the first aid office. All right, you good? Let's go. Yeah. And then inside, you're going, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Yeah, like what do we do? Like yeah. okay, like you it's call like, an ambulance. Yeah, call anybody. an ambulance. Put pressure on this. And there's not much you can do. Keep them talking. Make sure they're okay. Yeah. Wait for wait for fucking the shock to wear off and wait for them to crash. And hopefully the ambulance is there by then. But yeah. Beyond pressure, there's not much you can do. No, and like I felt bad for that guy because I saw him all the time. Yeah. Like, he came like, almost every weekend. He was a really, like, nice, clean cut mm -hmm. guy. Yeah. Um, I don't even know how this is possible that it happened to him, but like he was done. I don't even know. I never saw him after that. Good reason. Yeah. I wouldn't want to go back either. No, but like, like you know, like, you kind of wonder what happens to people after the fact. Yeah. Like, like what do you look like today? You yeah. Know? Like, and it's just it's just interesting that like a small little event like you just going out to a nightclub mm -hmm. ends in such changes your life so drastically. Yeah. Like. Obviously, what happened to his face will never get healed mm -hmm. fully. Like, he'll always have scars on his face yeah. that somebody, like, slashed it and tried to cut it off. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And that was one of the nights I was like, what am I doing? Why am I at a nightclub? I get that. There were some times when it's like, something crazy like that happens. You're like, is this really worth it? And then you think back, like, man, they don't happen that often. It didn't happen to me. So it's not that bad. Yeah. Kind of like the money and hanging out with the boys. For sure. So, I guess if someone did that to me, I'd just punch them. 
It's, that was my thing. It was like, everyone was like, well, what if someone pulls a knife on you? I'm going to grab a chair, create distance, and I'm going to punch him a lot. Yeah. And like, I've had knives pulled on me a couple of times. Yeah. But it's always more of like a defense thing for them than them actively trying to stab me. Yeah. Like I've never had anyone actively try and stab me that I know of. I also haven't. I usually try to make friends with everyone around. Yeah. So, like, anytime, like, the big Asian groups would be fighting. You always knew the few key people in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. whoever was their leader yeah. or whatever. And then, For sure. like, they, were, they always had my back. And and I think the relationships that you build with like customers, like mm-hmm. those ones for sure. There, there was a respect there of, I will give you have some leeway, but at the same time, know that when one of your boys are fucking up, I'm gonna come to you and we're gonna fucking deal with it. Yeah. Like yeah, you might be a little drunk and normally kick you out, but you're not causing a problem. Have your boy sit down, drink some water. Yeah, there was a lot of those times when. Yeah. I was like, listen, like your 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 boy is really drunk and like he's got to go. Yeah. And then they'd be like, no, like I'll take care of him, because I like you know like mutually like yeah okay I get it. You yeah. Keep him down, give him some water. We're okay if he gets worse, he's got to yep. go. And if you you agree with that, and then he's like, yeah 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 that's fine. And then like you know like you leave him there, come back, and obviously he's thrown up all over mm-hmm. stuff, like, like he's got to go. Yeah. Now. And then they're you, okay. You give him that chance and be like, listen, I've, I've given you the warning, but now there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. There was one time that that I thought. This is probably another time that I thought like maybe this is my time to quit. Yeah, I was about to get into a huge brawl with these like group of group of four guys. Like I had to kick out the one because he was intoxicated, mm-hmm. and these guys were just not having it. And then all of a sudden, uh, I'm standing there, and I was I was the only security guard there, and I got a tap on my back, and I was like, oh man, like either I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna get punched in the yeah. face by somebody, or like you know I don't I don't know what it could be. So that, it's not often like one of your security friends comes and taps you on the back. Yeah. It's always like, I don't want to turn around. It's probably nothing good. Yeah. It's probably one of their big friends going, fuck you, they're staying. Yeah. So that moment, I I got tapped on the back, and these guys kind of looked scared. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, this is weird. And then I did, like, glare back, and it was one of the Asian guys, like the leader there, yeah. and had all of his friends there. Mm-hmm. I did the same thing at Roxanne's. Uh, Donuts and I were there, and Donuts was dealing with a kid who's maybe 16. Yeah. Maybe. Clearly had one of his other buddies' IDs. Yeah. And Donuts took the IDs, like, you're not getting it back. And then his his other buddies came, and it was like, it was a quiet night, so it was me, Donuts, maybe one or two guys inside. Yeah. Out of, like, the 10 or 15 guys that that they had. And I remember, like, Donuts being like, all right, fuck, like, I'm just going to end up shoving one of these guys, and... We're going to deal with it. Yeah. And I remember the same thing of all of a sudden they, they looked pretty fucking scared. And I turned around and there's a bunch of the regulars there. Yeah. And they were all just like, no, you guys are fucking leaving. You guys are fucking leaving now. Yeah. And I just went, okay. And they fucking left. Yeah. Like those are times when you're like, obviously I've made friends with the yeah, right people. I'm glad there's the mutual respect there. Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, there's there's definitely been those times where you're just like, why am I here? But then like, yeah, like you are friend, you were working with your friends, but you've also made friends there. Exactly. And there were times when like I'd be out on Bravo out in the parking lot, and they'd be <clears throat> they'd be in line and be like, let's go, I'll, I'll walk you up. Yeah. You guys don't gotta wait in line. That's fine. Just 
little mutual respect where it doesn't cost you anything, but it benefits them. Yeah. And then later, like you said, they will have your back for little things that doesn't benefit them, but doesn't cost them anything either. Yeah. That's true. There was the one time where there's a, a massive brawl that had broken out in the parking lot. Yeah. Um, it was, again, like the Asian crew against a bunch of white guys. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger, this fight, mm-hmm. to the point where there was almost probably, at this point, maybe 50 people fighting yeah. at the same it's, time. It's, it's not worth it for security to go and do anything at that point. No. And then, then this one, like, really big guy, he, like, went off to the side and they made a phone call. Yeah. And I was like... That's I was, never good. I was like, that's 100% not good. Yeah. Because he, he looked... He didn't look, like, intimidating or anything like that. Yeah. Like, he was just, like, a big guy, probably, like, worked in a factory mm-hmm. and... But he made a phone call, and like everyone is still fighting. Probably about like ten minutes has gone by, and then all you hear is a yeah. all these motorcycles coming down the road. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is not going to be good. And and obviously we have a clubhouse here, mm-hmm. so all of those guys left the clubhouse. And, and it's came. that's not far from Rev. No, that's like two fucking turns here at Rev, literally. Yeah, so that's what I mean. Like in ten minutes, they were yep. all there, and. So the fight from 50 people turned into 200 people yeah. going at it in the parking lot. And that was the one night that um, this guy who made the phone call, he came up and like he sucker punched me from behind. Yeah. And then the regular came in and got you. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I went down. I was like, listen, you got me, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, this guy that I just was like friendly to, he came. Smoking, Somebody you small wouldn't guy. really expect like to you it was – you did something – like nonchalant, nothing to him. Hundred percent. But to him, that was like the biggest thing in the world of, of that that show of respect. Yeah. So then that that guy came, and all I heard is this sound, and boom. And I was like, and I like heard him, the guy like hit the car, and he did yeah. it again. I was like, oh, that sh-. that like slap and crunch of someone getting like hit. Yeah. Sounds like nothing else. Like you know when like a hit was delivered clean. Yeah. But it it had to have hurt that person. Yeah. Like that person was rocked at that point. And then like all I all I kind of like obviously my head was down when the guys were like hitting me and then it was just like just that magical clap and everything was fine. Yeah, like I stopped getting hit and then like I I went and go fix myself up. And, and you're it, expecting security standing there with you. But no, it was just some regular jump Joe Blow. This random guy from Elmira that was just like, hey man, like that wasn't cool. And yeah. I was like, I was like, thanks. And then like anytime I saw him after that, like full respect to yep, this guy. Sure. I let him in every time. Yep. Just like, you don't have to wait in line. You can go right in. 100%. Um, so I don't know where he is now, but, but like, yeah, like a really good guy. But that was one of the nights I was like, I need to quit. Yeah. But then I was like, no, like, like it happens. Like at some point in your security career your number is going to get called 100 percent. that unfortunately was my night so obviously for me it's happened twice i've been hit so many times yeah i've been kicked i've had a tooth knocked out yeah like jaw broken uh, jaw broken wasn't at the bar but like my knee blown out that was a like, scary night too broken my fucking wrist yeah like i've been through all this shit for sure you know and like Obviously, like, back in the day, I did, like, martial arts. Yep. But, like, learning that stuff and then being in a nightclub setting, they don't mix. No, they, they don't cross over, and it's hard. It's hard to pick one thing that applies because 
it doesn't follow the same rules of they're going to do this, you do this. Like, there are very few things where it crosses over and everything fits perfectly of they're going to throw that right and you know to fucking step off to the side, counter with this, grab their arm here, do this and this and this. So you need a lot of the practice of those bar fights to be able to do it. Like you need a lot of boxing, you need the Muay Thai, you need the Jiu Jitsu. You need a yeah. whole background of so many things. There's not one perfect martial art that is for bar fights. No. That that's definitely true. It's you know, it's it's also funny when you see someone who who's taken something for so long and then they try to use it in a, in a, in a fight when they're at the bar. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah. This isn't going to work. And like, you see so many guys who, like, they pull up in, like, the fucking crane stance. You're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, what are you, are you really going to try and fucking front kick me? I'm going to grab it, and I'm literally just going to rush you forward and throw you on your back. And yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. Like, I've literally had people do that fucking crane stance on me. Like, what are you doing? You're gonna like do a front kick? Yeah. Like, and I said, take out your other leg. <laughs> no, I literally just grabbed his foot and then I just pushed him forward. Yeah. Like he fell on his back and I, I want to say, I I held him there until he he calmed down. See, like that, if you're in a, like a karate tournament or whatever, sure, maybe that works. Yeah. In in, in a real life. in a street fight when there's no rules. Uh huh. Yeah. No, like you can crane kick somebody, but his buddy's gonna come from behind you and get you. Yeah, but my buddies are behind me too. No, but so I'm just saying I'm in general, that person doing the crane for kick. For sure. Like you might get one person, but it's not effective to get yeah. multiple people. Yeah. Just something I never understood with people who were like. <clears throat> there was one guy, a mutual friend of mine, my buddy Jim's. His name was Ty. And when I first met him, Jim would always be like, oh, man, he goes to bars and he, like, beats up all the security. Like, yeah. knocks them all out. I'm like, I've never had one person knock everybody out. Everybody. I've never seen one person knock two security out. Yeah. Let alone 15, 25, 50 that we had at Rev. Yeah. I was like, I've never seen anybody win in a fight against security. No. It, it doesn't happen. Granted, yes, you will. You might get the best of one, maybe two if you're lucky. Yeah. But we've security's never lost a fight. Mm. I can't think of a time where we've lost and went. We've had our asses kicked. You guys just do what you want. No, you guys did at uh, at it was dog or rev after a bunch of us left. What do you mean? When the bikers came in, yeah, and the old the one of the moms said. Shh, your security is a bunch of bitches. Oh, yeah. You guys kind of... God, you didn't get beat up on that one, but you definitely have to stand back and be like, we can't do shit. Yeah, do what you got to do. That Yeah, because yeah, these people were like all 6'6 six, six plus. Yeah. And their ladies were 6'6 six, six plus. Like, they were huge people. So, you know what? You, you own the club now. So <laughs> yeah. It's all yours. Yeah. They, but they're also... <clears throat> yeah, like, there's never been a real time. However... There, yeah, like it's kind of like you knock out one person, like the person might knock out a security guard. Yeah. But but you know, like ten more are coming out the door. Exactly, and they're not going to be happy about that. 
No. They're not just like, oh, well, you you knocked out fucking one job. Like, oh, well, I guess that's it. We're just going to go inside and lick our wounds here. Yeah. Now it's like at a point where you need to kind of fix fix yourself a little bit. Yeah. I just I just don't understand why people want to fight security guards, but like I've never had that urge. Like I I've, I've been to bars before. I've never been like I just want to punch you in the face. Well, I've had lots of urges to punch people in the face. Yeah. But <laughs> I've never followed through with it. Yeah. Like I especially most, as a patron. Yeah. I've I've never I've never gone I've never gotten in a fight as a patron. I've definitely not never fought with security. No. Like I, I know with my family it has happened once. Yeah. And we didn't lose, I know that. We were still standing, we walked away. Yeah. I don't know what happened to security. I know I know a couple of them were on the ground. Yeah. But like the rest of us just walked away. You know, whatever happened, happened. That was an interesting night. We walked away. But, so that was one night that makes me think that, yeah, that security team got, got, got it handed to them. For sure they did. But none of my security teams did. No. None of ours did. Never. But also, we were also mostly all security teams. Mostly security too. (laughs) So, Yeah. I think that was the night. Was, I'm sure a lot of those guys wanted to quit. <laughs> that, that thing. For sure, I think that that's something that oddly enough has never happened to them before. Probably because they were like bigger dudes. They were, and all of them just. I look down, and they're all on the ground. Like, well, yeah. When me and Josh got there, we're like, I guess we're leaving now. Yeah. And me, Josh, and Steven, like, it was a rough scene. Yeah. It was literally like you walked in, like, Roadhouse happened at the beginning. Yeah. Like, everyone was just fucking laying everywhere, and tables were broken. Just a crowd of people being, like, in awe. Yeah, I grabbed the two people I knew, and I was like, yep, yeah, let's get out of here. Great night. Um, okay. So, you know, so when you think about everything that happened, and managers were the ones that were causing problems from back in the day, um, but then... Then we got into it as well. Like we became managers mm-hmm. everywhere, um, but we never did. Why do you think? What do you think the disconnect was? That we we did the job. We know what security went through. You're not gonna. We understood their job and what they had to go through to do it. And again, it's we would do that job and have no problem doing that job. Yeah. People like the managers at Dog and Rev. They never did our job before. They don't know what we went through. Right. They're managers at restaurants. Those are restaurant managers. Yeah. People like Bubba. Bubba had our back. Bubba yeah. knew what we went through. Bubba's been through what we went through. Yeah. Dog managers don't. They have no idea what the what the job entails. No. So for them to yell at us after saying, we didn't need to use that, that much force and why we hit that guy. Well, because he was pummeling us 20 seconds earlier kicked me in the dick he fucking did whatever to this guy he did this to this guy yeah so yeah i threw one punch at him that that was enough force in my mind because you know what happened after i hit him he stopped doing that we were able to control him and get him calmed down yeah we took the fight out of him and if if we didn't 
we're going to keep getting Jay Shonst all the time? No. Yeah, it, I, I get it. And that's that's how I felt too. I was like, I just didn't want to ever put anyone in a situation that would would escalate everything. Yeah. I know the one time, uh, like, one of the managers that I really liked, Manager Mike. 100%. Um, bacon. I love Bacon. Bacon. He... He got into altercation with somebody, mm-hmm. and obviously it didn't go well. But I hope he comes on the show to talk about his story because he knows it a little bit better. Um, but he did ask me. He's like, he's like, he's like, I know you were there. He's like, how'd it go? Yeah. And I was like, well, like, he got you. He's like, he's like, damn. I was like, I know. Like the guy tagged you, and it was over. He's like, did I get anything in? I was like, no, <laughs> no. Oh shit! Okay, so let's hear your side of this story. So what happened was, is there was the island bar, <clears throat> and then he went up like a super trooper to stop this guy and like kick him out himself. Okay. And as I'm coming in the door, yep. Uh, he like went and I guess he's trying to be like he was being a little bit aggressive, so he grabbed the guy's drink and passed it to the bartender to get yep. rid of it. He's like, "No, you have to go now." And this guy was bigger than him. He's not a big guy, no. so that's not too hard, unfortunately. No, not at all. So yeah, he passed the drink over, and he was like trying to get in this guy's face, and obviously the guy, this the patron, pushed him, yep. and then they pushed each other back, and then this guy just hauled off and just got him one, and yep. that was it. He, was just, he dropped like a sack of potatoes, oh. and then I came, and I like, took yep. care of it, and then got him out. Um, and then after, he's like, he's like, he's like <laughs> did I get him? I was like, no. <laughs> No, not at all. But you know what? Those are those are moments that, like, I know, like, when talking with him, he was like, "I never want that to happen to me again." Mm-hmm. So he he went in to try to learn how to defend himself yep. and things like that. I was Figure like, out what 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 he could do better next time. Yeah, and hopefully he decided never to do that next time because, as much as I love him, it's not his job. No, but I appreciate him going in and willing to do what he needs to. And I appreciate him yeah. never doing that again. Hundred <laughs> percent. He's one of the people who I would always let me do this. This I I got this. Yeah. You stand back here. Him and Patty, love them. Yeah. I would, I would never never want them to step in the fight. This is uh yeah not not your thing. Yeah. And. But yeah, you know it was it was interesting when he was just telling me about it. He says. A real emotion came out of it as well is that he's like yeah like I was actually scared yep. the first time he's like I because he blacked out didn't know what happened mm-hmm. and that is a scary feeling 100% that waking up of what happened and then replaying everything in your mind and then thinking about it after of like I got knocked out they could have literally killed me and if you didn't walk in when you did who knows what would happen would this guy have just taken his drink back left you there would he have kicked you in the head like so many different things could that, That's 100% like the the worst is when, when you see guys like kicking you while you're down. Mm-hmm. Like it's scary. Like I've seen that happen to one of the security guards. Yep. And he went straight to the hospital, yep. didn't remember a thing. Like he was out. Like that guy could have died because that guy punted his, his head and yep. it snapped back, right? Yeah, so. I'm lucky when I got kicked, it was in the side of the face and not like straight on where it would snap my head back. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It was because I knew both the people that did it at the time. Because, oh, like, the one guy, he'd gone to my high school, so I didn't know him that yeah. well, but he's also a regular. And then uh, 
the other one was obviously a guy we worked with. So I was like, this is just awkward. Yep. So like, after it happened, I took care of that guy, got mm-hmm. rid of him, and like, then I had to take the other guy to the hospital. So things like that happen. It's it's not obviously it's not fun to see like anyone go down. No, especially if it's someone you work with and know. Yeah, it's kind of like it angers you. Hundred percent. So I get that. Yeah. It's, it's not a good feeling. There there were times where we worked with some people who would start a fight. They were just they were not good at being security. And no. you know, they took things too hard too fast and they got in a fight and you kinda went, I'm gonna hold off a second. You started this. Like, I'm not gonna come and save you right away. I'm gonna let you maybe take a little a little rough. Yeah, you're going to struggle with the guy for a little bit. You might eat a punch. You'll be fine, but realize you're not fucking Superman here. Yeah. That's true. And it's... Yeah, you know... Well, God bless all these people who think they are Superman. (laughs) Well, one of my brothers, he would always... He's pretty mouthy. And one night when we were out... A couple nights when we were out drinking, he'd get in little fights, and he'd look behind... To see that we were all standing there, like keeping an eye on him, and then he would start the fight. Yeah. Because he, he knew we were going to jump in, we'd, we'd save him. And then one night we were talking about it when Fraser was off uh, running his mouth, and we, we talked about it. We said, He's going to look back. He's going to make sure we see him doing this. And then he's going to throw a punch, guaranteed. Yeah. And then we went, Okay. Let, let him take the punch. Let him fucking struggle. So what happened? Fraser was off. Gotten got in an altercation. And he looked back. And he turned around with that stupid grin on that he has sometimes. Like, ha ha ha. Yeah. You guys are going to get it now. And he got in a fight. And he got piss pumped. He got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. And it was like, it was an eye opener for him. Of like, where were you guys? We were back there. I, I got beat up. Yes, you did. You also ran your mouth. Yeah, but you guys you guys always save me. We're not always gonna be there for you. Just because we're there doesn't mean like you can keep doing this shit. And yeah. he learned from then on, like stop running his mouth, because I think he ended up with a broken nose. Yeah. That that'd be rough. You know, sometimes like the people that are the aggressors, as soon as they get hit once, they don't do it again. No. Because they don't now know how it feels. Well, yeah, well, a lot of times, like, you hit someone, you only need to hit them once to kind of snap them back into reality of, you don't really want to play this game. No. You want to thrash and kick and kind of put up a little fight, sure. But the second you start throwing bombs, okay, I played this game pretty good at it. Yeah. So, you hit them, usually if you hit them once... That's enough to kind of make them rethink their their life choices here. Yeah, I agree. Like I know even as like being a security guard, I never wanted to be hit. No. Right. Obviously nobody does, but like, but I never wanted to be hit. But some people are, some people need it mm-hmm. to be like, okay, like I'm not going to do this anymore. You yeah. know, sometimes like security guards, some of them have an inflated ego because now they're part of a crew. You know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but they, they literally get that security on their back and you think they're invincible. I thought I was invincible for years. Yeah. And then it's like, you get, your, you get kicked in the face, you lose a tooth, you break wrists, you break your nose. Like, 
you start getting fucked up and you're like, maybe I'm not. Maybe I was just lucky for a little bit. Yeah. So it's like, you, you learn. You're kind of, your ego gets deflated. And you get popped and it happens. I think that's also part of just growing up is, is realizing, yeah, you're normal. You're human. Yeah. You know better than anyone else. True. Like, I remember getting punched in the back of the head and then probably for a good, like, four days I had this like hazy memory yeah. of everything your like vision looks all kind of sparkly ish yep. it's like concussion I was like oh I, was like, I think this is what a concussion is <laughs> but I had no yeah. idea right so it's just yep. I went home nobody said anything I went to bed and apparently that's bad yeah because you might not wake up yep yeah so like that was another night I was like maybe this is not good okay Anything else you, you want to add? No, you know what? I think just the last note is that things do happen that are out of our control mm-hmm. that security guards don't want to deal with. And yeah. That's the most important part is that if there is an altercation or something going on, we half the time don't want to deal with it. I never want to deal with it. Yeah. If there's a night where I literally just get to hang out and talk to my buddies and not do an injection, which I don't think has ever happened. No. But not get in a fight, not getting in a fight, just doing some normal, like, code one injections. Yeah. It's fucking, that's the best night ever. Yeah. I literally got paid to hang out and talk to my friends, listen to some music. Yeah. Best night ever. 100%. So, I, I know, like, people, a lot of people have that impression that bouncers or security guards just want to fight. I think that there's very few there are definitely security come in thinking that they just want to get in fights and prove how big and badass they are. But I think majority of us, no, we don't have that mentality. We're more of a we want to help and protect others yeah. than cause discomfort and pain to those people. Yeah, I, I came and, to work because I just needed money. Yeah, anyone who comes in looking for a fight, they don't last long. No. A couple yeah. weeks. They, they realize it's, it's not for them or they, they finally get punched in the face. Yeah. Or they realize staff's not going to put up with that shit. No one, no one likes them. No one's going to work with them. No one's going to have their back. Yeah. Because they're making it bad for everyone else, and they leave. Hundred percent. What lessons have been learned? Hundred percent. I've seen a lot of those. I knew both that for sure. Okay. Well, that's all I got. Yeah. I'm good. I think we got a lot out. Yeah. So you know what? Just uh, word. Word to the wise, you know, just when you, if you guys do go to clubs or anywhere, just know that the people wearing a security shirt are no better than you and they're just doing it as a job. Yeah. They don't want to fight with you. 100%. They don't care. Yep. Like, if they'll probably never see you again and they'd probably like it like that. Yep. They're not going to remember you. It's, it's perfectly fine. They're in there to do a job. Make it easy on everyone. Treat everyone with respect and, and leave your ego at the door. 100%. Treat others as you want to be treated. Yep. Okay. All right. And with that, I want to thank you for co-hosting with me. Always thank great. You. Always fun. And I want to thank everyone for listening tonight. And with that, everyone take care. See you guys.